In this bulletin, at least six people dead and dozens injured in a suspected terror attack in Istanbul. Questions raised about the first potential meeting of Australian and Chinese leaders in six years. And in sport, England claims victory in the T20 World Cup final. All the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Brooke Young. At least six people have been killed and 81 injured in a bomb blast in Istanbul, Turkey. The country's vice president, Fuat Oktay, says they suspect it was a terrorist attack carried out by a woman. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan has since condemned the attack, calling it vile and saying the perpetrators will be punished. Maybe it would be wrong if we say that this is terrorism in the first examinations, but the first developments, the information conveyed to us by the governor, there is a smell of terror here. As of now, people running away, etc., the first determinations are that a woman played a role in this incident. Inspections by our Istanbul police chief, our governor and camera inspections, these are continuing. We will hopefully make the final decision at the end of this. As the ASEAN summit reaches its end in Cambodia, Indonesia is the next country to assume the chairmanship of the organisation. Indonesian President Joko Widodo takes on the leadership at a time of rising tensions as China and the United States compete for influence in the strategically vital region, with governments concerned about being forced to pick sides. Joko Widodo stressed that the 10-member bloc should not be a proxy for other powers and must resist allowing geopolitical pressures to create a new Cold War in Asia. ASEAN must become a peaceful region and anchor for global stability. Consistently uphold international law and not be a proxy to any powers. ASEAN must be a dignified region, uphold the values of humanity and democracy. Anticipation is building for a potential meeting between Anthony Albanese and Chinese President Xi Jinping as the leaders prepare to touch down in Indonesia. They're among a number of global leaders attending the G20 summit in Bali, following a weekend in Phnom Penh for the East Asia and ASEAN summits. President Xi has already confirmed a highly anticipated meeting on the sidelines of the G20 with US President Joe Biden. But the question remains as to whether he will also grant Mr Albanese an audience. If a meeting between the two does go ahead, it will be the first time that leaders of Australia and China have gathered for official bilateral talks in six years. Health insurer Medibank may face legal action after a data breach that exposed millions of users' information. Law firm Maurice Blackburn has confirmed it is reviewing whether customers affected by the hack could be entitled to compensation. The firm's principal lawyer, Andrew Watson, says the breach of data was one of the most serious seen in Australia. He adds that Medibank have a heightened responsibility to put in place greater safeguards to secure the personal and health claim information collected from customers. And in the United Kingdom, Finance Minister Jeremy Hunt has warned that taxes are set to rise and that spending will be cut. The country faces inflation as high as 10%, as well as the consequences of the short prime ministership of Liz Truss, whose aborted mini-budget included a string of tax cuts that triggered a bond market rout. Mr Hunt is about to present a budget plan on Thursday that will involve a tax rise, although he said poorer households should be spared. 
He made the announcement while answering questions in a British news programme. Well, we're all going to be paying a bit more tax, I'm afraid, Sophie. Um, but it's not just going to be bad news. I think what people recognise is that if you want to give people confidence about the future, you have to be honest about the present and you have to have a plan. And this will be a plan to help bring down inflation, help control high energy prices. And over in sport, England has won the T20 World Cup cricket final by five wickets after withstanding Pakistan's fearsome play at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. All-rounder Ben Stokes proved himself the ultimate big game player in front of over 80,000 fans, steering England home with six bowls to spare. It's England's second T20 World Cup title after claiming the crown in 2010. They're the first team to hold the ODI and T20 World Cups at the same time, after their memorable win over New Zealand in the 2019 50-over final. Ben Stokes told Fox Sports that his team couldn't have won without the support of those behind the scenes. This whole group here, we've been here for a long time now. The lads have been in Pakistan before this as well. We've had you know, a lot of people who have not played a game out here. We've had the coaches throwing balls, all the backroom staff as well. You know, we're, the, we're obviously the ones with the medal, but you know, the, no team's you know, complete without the people who put in the hard work behind the scenes. And that's your latest from the SBS Newsroom. I'm Brooke Young.